The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Well, sorry, guys. Why? What did you do today? <laughs> but regardless, hi, everybody. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, James Hinchcliffe here. And Al- Alex is here. He's not ready to talk to people just yet. <laughs> well, we're, doing it, we're doing it a little different today. This is like immediately after the race. Usually we got a couple days for Alex just doing it and get angrier. And now we're uh, now you guys are in the bus. I'm shocked how soon after the race it is. I figured there would be some because we are trying to get this over with so that we can move on with our lives. Yeah, got it. To forget here at Laguna Seca. Um, I don't even like. Yeah. Honestly, all I want to say is congrats, Colton. Good job, him. Yeah, good for him. (laughs) No, like. No, I mean Colton did a great job. I mean, this is, this is he's he's very good around here. He did a great job. Runs in the family. It's weird. Um, yeah, they mentioned that a lot on the broadcast. Yeah, we had a, a small um, little battle that resulted in a very weird outcome. Um, with I think I still really don't know. I think the steering wheel got ripped out of my hand, but maybe not. I don't. I don't know. It sure looked like it. That was a weird thing. It was weird. Like the angle to which my front right hit his left rear and then proceeded to fire me off the track at a high rate of speed. It was like the it's hard to replicate. The back like quarter of his left rear tire hit the front quarter of your right front tire, but it just immediately made the wheel turn all the way to lock stop as hard left as possible. Yeah. It like hit just far enough ahead of like the pivot point that it just do you want to know what the real slap in the dick was? I, I can't believe there's something worse, but yes, go ahead. So the whole time, like you immediately grab the clutch, right? Yeah. And it's flashing anti-stall, which I don't run. So it was just like, oh, that's this would have been. Have I mean, I would have been beached anyways. So, anyways, anyways, it was a. I mean, you know what? Day. Whatever. Like it's it is it is what it is. It is how it goes, and. At this point, I'm not even really surprised at how my motorsport um, career goes. Um, How'd your, so you're on your phone looking at your whoop. How'd your, what'd your whoop say? It was the easiest race. My average tire was 130 because I literally drove to an 80 fuel code. You were going, oh, wow. And 
um, was doing 31 laps on tires. Bro, I had a 90% recovery today. 93. Look at you. Look at us. Go team. All right, so my motor racing safe. Guys, we're not sponsored by Whoop, but we should be because we talk about them a lot, and they're it's a great product. It's a wonderful product. Um, what was your, mine was 127 average. Oh, I was rocking well, the old 65% recovery today. I'm sure the fans are really excited to hear about this. No, guys, yeah. it's, I burned 300 calories. That was a long race. That race went on way too long. Well, it's because um, we go slower than the Indy Lights. So. No, we don't, do we? Oh, yes. Wait. <laughs> okay, so for those that didn't watch the race, or like, like one and a half seconds slower than Indy Lights. The name of the game was Tire Day. Tire Day, it's always high here, but it was obnoxiously high today. It was like unpredictably, inexplicably high today. And that led to, yeah, they made the race longer and the tires dagged more aggressively. So that led to some laps near the end of a stint when you're hanging on for dear life to be evidently slower than an Indy Lights car, which is shocking, but like not. Like for how much I was holding on some of those times, I'm not an Indy Lights car would have been faster, but it is disappointing that that's how bad Like how how slow did you have to go through turn three? Like for oh me, my God. that is the, the worst experience ever see like that section of racetrack four, yeah three and four because four for me was, was okay almost worse because it's faster but just as loose mm. <laughs> so you feel like no, margin for error is even smaller. turn three is almost it's like it feels like you're going 60 miles an hour it does feel pretty slow yeah um yeah anyways it was it was at a least it was a boring track. race for the fans yeah because colton was just won by like a mile right yeah was it I no mean, thanks it, was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty entertaining to watch. There was a lot of mid-pack stuff going on. There was Grosjean was middle, on right? air through a lot. I was entertained watching it. Uh, I'll tell you the Ooh. most fascinating part of the day. Alfonso Ribeiro can sing. You didn't know that? Did he do the no. anthem? Yeah. Yeah, he did the anthem. Yeah. I was not expecting him to, like, kind of knock it out of the park. Cool. So when Alfonso used to race go-karts, we raced together a couple times. And he would sometimes do the national anthem at the go-kart races, which was pretty cool. So I did know that he was a singer and apparently a pretty good dancer. Yeah. According to the mirror ball trophy that's up in his trophy shelf. So now I don't want to talk about the race anymore. So something happened that was funny. Well, a lot happened. We got to go through our chest. So yes. again, you guys, we've told you guys about the off track group chat where we just randomly over the week, text each other one word or three, you know, small little snippets that make absolutely no sense and have no context. So today was was my two snippets. We have a um, fan of the race team who comes to some races and, you know, helps. He's kind of a floater guy, um, but he doesn't really officially. He kind of like is it. He's a friend. Of, it's as if he was an intern, but like he's old. That was not me. It's like he's old. So it's not like he's actually trying to have a career at the team, but like we help him out or he helps us out. And anyways. He comes into the, the office today and we're all kind of finishing up our race strategy meetings and he pipes up and he's like, you know what? You should definitely, everyone should start on reds because they're faster and you don't want to go a lap down early because then your race is over. <laughs> and we were all like, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, really? Is that a lap down early? Yeah. Because you're on, you're on, okay because you're on, because you want to go a lap down later. If you're on black tires, 
his his in, in his mind, the Reds are so much faster that if you start on blacks, you're just going to go a lap down to the red box. It's a 74-second lap. Well, you don't want to go a lap down early. So we were all sitting there like – At a second a lap faster, it would take you 74 laps. I understand. Yeah, he yeah was so like, imagine how long it would take you to get that lap back, James. That's why you don't want to go well, that lap down early. What's funny is I went a lap down on lap two. <laughs> you, you, did. you did go lap down pretty early. But, it's pretty ironic. And I was on Reds, so his idea was dumb. <laughs> yeah, you, you tried to listen to him, it didn't work. The next thing that was very strange and very awkward for all involved. So we have the driver introductions. And heard of him, yeah. Colton, Joseph, and I, and our guest last week, Brian Simpson, were all kind of in the corner. We were chatting. And Scott Pruitt comes up, who is very well known yeah kind of an advisor or something to ganassi of yeah. sorts knows motorsports very well very well been around it a long IndyCar time car driver nascar driver sports, sports car, car driver. legend yes comes up with this how do my fan at home comes up with this beautiful box case of sorts yes i saw that that had a bunch of driver signatures on it and he kind of interrupts our conversation and starts like nudging the box toward Joseph and is like, I need you to sign this. And Joseph's like, oh, cool. Like, what is it? And he's like, oh, this is for Indy 500 winners only. And he kind of keeps looking back between Joseph and I, because I'm kind of like doing what I'm like kind of leaning in, <laughs> leading into the frame, like, like the kind of like trying to be like, and he keeps like nudging it and looking at Joseph and Joseph keeps looking at him like, it's so, for it's for 500 winners, and so he's like Joseph's yeah, yeah. like giving him time to realize his yeah, mistake like, that's, without that's, correcting that's him. That's Ray Haroon's like signature or whatever, and Joseph's like, okay, as it's like being put in his lap, and Joseph's like, but it's for 500 winners, and Scott Pruitt's like, yes. So what you're saying and, is Scott Pruitt thought Joseph Newgarden was you, correct? So someone said, hey, that is, and just pointed in the direction you guys were, Alex Rossi, go get him to sign <laughs> I mean, it, and he did not. Know that you were no. Alex Rossi and that Joseph Newgarden was Joseph Newgarden. No, that is wild. And Joseph and I were looking at each other like, "What do we? What do? do I do?" And finally, Joseph, well, you're gonna want him to sign it. And Scott like looks at me and is like, "Why? Who the? F- yeah. is? <laughs> like, and I finally have to pull it out of his hands. <laughs> and like, there's never any acknowledgement of what was happening. And so I sign it and then he kind of grabs it and walks off. And Joseph and I are like, what the hell is this? That and meanwhile, is Colton and so Brian funny. are pissing themselves laughing. That is so funny. And Brian has the whole thing recorded because he's like, got nice. a camera. And it was just like. Like Scott has been to several of, like, he's been at a lot of the IndyCar races this year. Like, I think he was brought on to help Jimmy, maybe. I, but he's been around most of this season. Like, if he doesn't know who I am, for sure he should know who Joseph... Like, he should know who one of us are. Whether he knows who <laughs> yeah. I look like, or not, he should know who, who, what Joseph looks like. I feel right? like either. I both. I don't feel like right. he should like, like, not not know any... Like, if like he, say he know, doesn't. Like, one of us, you'd think he'd know. You'd he think didn't so. know who either of us were. Yeah, that I, which I is fascinating. I love that you guys were just sat beside each other, and so someone just pointed in that general direction and said, oh, that's Alex Rossi. Go get him to sign it. And he just took the wrong person 
committed to it. I, I am dying to know. Outside of the team that he helps, I'm dying to know who else he would recognize by their face. Like, as he's just walking through the pal. Well, now I'm convinced it could be all he recognizes Dalton Kellett. Like, just randomly, like, he just knows Dalton. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I I don't even know if he knows who Scott Dixon is. I mean, I mean <laughs> Mario and Jimmy both have dark hair and that scruff kind of beard look. Maybe he confuses them sometimes. I don't. Here's Anyways, the only thing. Here's the only thing I'll say. For as, man, that is a great story and very confusing and alarming in a lot of ways. The, the only person that feels weirder and more awkward about that than you and Joseph and I guess Brian and Colton is Scott Pruitt because at some point it would have clicked in that you signed it and Joseph didn't and he realized he will have put together what he did and will feel very silly now. And how does he have it? And so what it was a box? It was like it was like a case. Think of like a case that would hold a magnum of champagne yeah, or something. Exactly. Like it was like a like a and it had Ray Haroon's signature on it. I don't think so. I mean, it did. I, really? Yeah. In like gold sharpie. Yeah. I mean, it uh, did. It said Ray Haroon. I. Yeah, I was here's also. Here's the other thing that's kind of confusing. Like, you won the 500 like five years ago. It was a pretty big one. Like, like how has how have you not signed this yet? It's weird that Scott Pruitt of all people was carrying this thing around for someone. It's like it must have been. Not his, because if he had a piece of memorabilia like that, you think he would give a shit about the 500 and know who the winners were. But I, it's I'm re- I'm very confused. I'm gonna text Dario. I've I've got questions. Well, we should we should get the video from Buzzkill and send it to Dario and be like, can you can you explain any of this? Summer happened. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I would like that video as well. Just I told Joseph, I was like, dude, you know my signature. You should have just done it. I did wonder if that's where you're going to yeah. win. Could you imagine he has every race winner going back to Ray Haroon and then, and then Joseph signs it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that would have been classic. So anyways, so that those are my two contributions to the group chat. See, now this makes sense because like I said, we just text these completely incoherent phrases or words in the group chat and now... New Garden versus me Pruitt from Alex makes a lot of sense. I was very confused up to that point. I yeah, I initially went to Marshall Pruitt. Um, yeah, same. All right. So well, speaking of signatures and autographs and stuff, earlier, I think before last week's episode, and we forgot to touch on it, you mentioned blue Sharpies. And I know you guys use like the blue I, I know what what you guys use them for, but do you want to walk through that a bit? No, we don't use the blue Sharpies. So what really, really Annoys, your gears. annoys me is fans that get autographs relentlessly for resale. Yes. Yeah. And they have their binders and rolling tote bags and briefcases full. And you can always pick out these fans because they use a blue Sharpie because I guess doesn't blue doesn't fade. fade as much as a black or silver or gold. Right. And so yeah. whenever I'm presented with multiple people of which to sign things i only sign the black sharpie people well see what i do is i carry a black sharpie with me and then i'll just have it out and if they're like holding oh, out a blue sharpie i, en- I enjoy sharpie. just not signing it. 
<laughs> Selective right. signature. I thought, for some reason, I thought it was the other way around. I thought like blue Sharpie was the one they didn't want to use for that, but I no, I yeah, that it's up. weird, but yeah, the blue Sharpie. That's a that's a seasoned autograph hunter, and yeah, some of them. Yeah, you know, and I can see why that would be pretty annoying for you guys. It's like you, okay, you, you go thing. out of your so way I'm, for fans. Yeah, like I'm I'm torn on it because. The idea of somebody like selling your autograph for money that you are giving them for free seems like kind of a shady thing to do. But like, on the other hand, they're making the effort, they're buying tickets to races, they're getting to races, they're putting in the time to do it. So like, how is that any different from any other kind of hustle? Like I, I get it because they are, they're putting in the effort and doing the work, but there's something about it. still just, I don't know. You're like, you say, you know, you sign an autograph for a kid that's there and they sign an autograph for this guy. And it's probably the 47th time you've signed an Indy 500 qualifying photo for that exact person. Cause like you recognize them. There's a group of them that you recognize. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, do I respect that? This is just how you make a bit of side cash or is it like, I don't know. I'm torn. I guess whatever. Well, doing the I mean, work. yeah, they're buying the tickets, but they're not, they're buying the tickets and getting to go to the race. Like they, that transaction's already ended. You right, but part of part of being at the race is you get to get autographs. Yeah, I guess, but it's not Guy. like you guys owe the autographs. That's like an added thing you do. Do you know I, how weird IndyCar points are? Tell me. I gained spot today. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Who lost points? Remus. No. How? Well, I'm ahead of him. By how many? One. But you finished. You finished behind second. him. Maybe not. I, I also don't know. Yeah. No way, because he's going to ahead of me. I was trying anyway, to explain IndyCar points to an F1 fan today. And it just, well, that's cool. They, they, yeah, they, it don't doesn't, they don't make any sense. We do need to think about that. Um, so, we, so in the group chat, one of the things I wrote was Mad Lib's press release. And we sort of lightly touched on this before, but I want to actually do it. So what we're going to do, Thim is we're going to write up a mock press release, okay? We're going to add in okay. the appropriate blanks, nouns, verbs, you know, et cetera, et cetera, adjectives and what have you. And then we're going to go to Twitter and we're going to ask the fans of Off Track to submit the required uh, words. We're going to choose some. Okay. We're going to put like them this. in the manual and we're going we're gonna to read it out on, on a show. And I think that's going to be fun. So, so here's the, here's the question. Do we want to do like write our own press release or do we want to find a press release and take out like a bunch of the adjectives and nouns? No, like, let's, we can write our own. One. They're all pretty, easy. they're all pretty much the same. All right. Yeah, we can do that. So I'll post that on, on Thursday when this episode drops Perfect. and we'll, we'll, and then we'll get some contest. hilarious. Yes. Hilarious. Uh, uh, I'm going to submit some stuff. Submissions. Oh God. Okay. Well, James, you also sent something else to the group chat. <laughs> Dying yeah. to know the content next on this. Camel's nutsack. Okay, so <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. Um, and by you brought it up, I mean I, I played I, it. I don't know if I'm glad it. I brought it up. <laughs> well, no, Connor, you will be. Connor knows his way around a camel's nutsack. Let me tell you. Oh, is that I, was that I, an amazing? I have no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did he even milk a camel? Whoa. Well, okay. So um, yes, Connor Connor did milk a camel in the Amazing Race. I don't know that that has to do with nutsacks. But... Was that before or after? No, that you that's had the... different. 
but that was, uh, was tight indie. No, that was no, that was the episode before the Scorpion. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, James, Camel Nut Sex. Please tell us about him. So I just know because just just far enough from where we're sitting while we record this are Kelly and Becky and Liza and well and Liza, but Liza's not involved in this particular uh, story. And like, I don't think they're listening, but they might just be listening and they might just be able to hear enough because they're kind of involved in the story. So it kind of, it kind of, it kind of plays in a couple different ways. And it goes into a conversation that you and I were having earlier. So I've, I've realized that my, my best buddy, Alex here, he is a very binary individual. Yes. Alex has two speeds. I'm like IndyCar race control. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> Binary. No, we we understand your decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I mean by that is, with Alex, everything in his life, everything, is either the greatest thing ever, the greatest one of these things you've ever seen, yeah, or it's the worst piece of garbage, trash, awful, disgusting, terrible thing ever. There's literally nothing in between. Alex has never kind of been lukewarm on something. Nothing's ever been okay for Alex. It's either fantastic or just complete dog. <laughs> so, a gr- to Alex, I'm, I'm both. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, <laughs> if Alex has a good meal, it's the best meal he's ever had. If Alex has like yeah. a moderately okay meal, it's like the worst garbage that you wouldn't feed a horse, you know? If Alex tries to sip a bourbon, he'll be like, "Oh man, try this. This is the best bourbon. And, like, he's the best bourbon you're gonna have." I'll be like, "Oh, that's great. Try this one. This one's also lights out." He'll be like, "This is donkey piss. I wouldn't feed this to a terrorist. This is awful. Like, there's nothing in between." Yeah. So, so the other day, science. The other day, so this is, I think, proof that we we hang out too much because you rubbed off on me a little bit. So the other day, we were out shopping with the girls, and. And, and Kelly was trying on a pair of pants that she really liked. And uh, and she came to the dressing room and said, hey, Abs, what do you think of these pants? And he said, you look like a homeless painter. And so needless to say, Kelly didn't get the pants. She liked the pants, but after that, she didn't want the pants anymore. And it, so, it broke up a little bit there. You said he yeah. looks like a homeless painter? A homeless painter, yeah, yep. in these particular okay. pants. So. They are according according to people more fashionable than us. They're very in style, but yep. Alex just gave, Alex just gave his honest assessment, and the pants were not purchased. So the other night, Becky and I were walking around, and it was like on the way home from dinner. We walked by the shop, and there's a purse in the window, and she goes, "Oh, I really like that. What do you think of that purse?" And I looked at it, and this is a brown purse that's very like soft edged and kind of round and bulbous and i said yeah if you're going for camel nutsack chic that's the purse for you <laughs> and she looked at me and she's like okay alex <laughs> like what what is wrong with you two why can't you just say eh, not my favorite you know, pair of pants not my favorite not for me we just had to go so aggressive on that on the description but there. people appreciate honesty they do that is true um i just feel like in hindsight we probably could have gotten our points across more delicately and still yeah liza's giving an affirmation no. okay not i don't think people appreciate that level of honesty 
I think like because you could have um, still conveyed it no. the same way. You could have just said, "Yeah, those pants aren't working for me," or "No, I think you could find a better purse." And and that would be a level of honesty that that could have gotten the message across. But it might not have been enough to dissuade them from the purchase. They might have been like, "Ah, he didn't, you know." He said he said they're okay, just maybe not. So like, but, yeah. But what you guys should take from this is if I do give you a compliment, like you've earned it. I mean it. <laughs> you do. Like I'm not bad. <laughs> because like, yeah, Alex doesn't hide his thoughts on things. We were somewhere else. It was funny, and Ke- Becky came up to me and she said. I can literally see what you're thinking on your face. <laughs> like you should, you should know. Everyone knows you hate them and you don't want to be here. And I'm like, and unaffected. <laughs> like, cool. Does that mean I can leave? Like, I <laughs> does that give me permission like, to bail? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's um. Yeah. No, it's look. It's uh, It's an admirable quality in a lot of ways. Maybe maybe we can refine it a little bit. Teach their own. Teach their own. Yeah. I think that's right. Yes. I think that's why the show works. Is there's a yin and yang? Even though I kind of I kind of yanged on that one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> when I normally would yang. I kind of. Uh, Alex has a little um, experience from that today on track. What yanging or yinging? No, he had pinging and ponging. Because mm-hmm. because you I, hit Colton and then you spun out. Well, <laughs> he he went left when he could have went straight. I I mean, you should have kept going straight. <laughs> well, had it not been a teammate, I would have. <laughs> that's, that's a little awkward dance you get into because. Well, yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, we're talking about this after the fact. So, th- this situation presented itself because Colton dropped wheels, and like I had a pretty good run on him into five, and you you always try and give your teammate a bit of margin, right? Like sometimes yeah. it doesn't always work out, but like you go in with that intention. And so, you know, we're racing for the win or the lead at this point, but like you're also aware that it, of who it is. And so as like I was on the inside, you know, I was trying to keep some lock in it and, you know, he was giving me space, but like I was trying to keep some lock in it to not like hit him into the dirt or onto the other side of the exit curb, which is horrible, really terrible, it's just curb. stupid curb. Yeah. And so that extra wheel angle probably compounded the end result. Whereas had it been literally anyone else that wasn't an Andretti Autosport car, I would have gotten off the brakes, <laughs> rolled that rolled, baby in rolled there. that baby in there, like used him up, yeah, put him off in the dirt, and yeah. wouldn't have had a second thought about it. Right. It would have been totally fine and probably would have continued on in the lead yep. and they would have been off yep. and it would have been under review and nothing would have happened. Yep. And my day is very different. Yes. But because it's a teammate, I guess but again like doing it again, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything different because no. I think it was such a fluke situation sure. that I don't think we could repeat it. So, anyways, it is in, an interesting dynamic that exists um, in an attempt racing, to like, yeah, in yeah. an attempt to like not hit each other, right, and not crash each other, you end up crashing yourself in yeah. a way. But anyways, hmm. there's a lesson somewhere in there, but I, I think it's the wrong lesson because I think yeah. the re- lesson in there is like just be a jerk. Just, yeah, you know, just, just be awful to everybody. Like you know. I said, I would literally do that to anyone else. But yeah, yeah, the repercussions when you do that to a teammate. Well, it's just well, it's not worth it. Correct. Yes, it's so. a bad luck. It's tough. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack. And save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses. Plus, updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tim, what'd you get up to? Watched, uh, I watched the race, and then I played some Mario Kart with Hazel. Have you... Uh, um, what? How many pictures of planets are you going to steal from NASA tonight? Because... Uh, did you guys? I, I I didn't text you these. I took some more last night. They're they're coming out really well. But um, yeah, no, you yeah, text I us. I need to like. I need to pull out of this hobby because I'm getting too. You think it. because James and I were literally like Tim. Really we get went, it. Really went deep into this. You one. got a telescope and a mount, <laughs> and you take pictures of it. Cool. Like, stop. Well, look at the ones I just te- texted you. I'd rather not. Unless there's little green men in them, it's going to be. Yes. I mean, look, I'm a nerd. I look... Hey, what is that in the middle of Jupiter? That's a shadow from one of its moons. Oh, that's kind of neat. Guys, yeah. what are we going to talk uh, about for the next well, 10 minutes? Oh, well, wow. let's talk about what is happening there. <laughs> Takuma doing Takuma. Shit. I'm just watching a replay. Oh, yeah. Of Takuma spinning at the top of the corkscrew and neglecting to get on the brakes in any way, shape, or form, and just oh, and just tacking in the championship contender Scott Dixon and crashing yeah. in. Can we talk about how the number, like literally, the first thing they teach you in racing, so the day one of racing school, is if you're spinning, like feet down, lock, lock the brakes, don't roll, and he didn't do that. You know, he's yeah, fun. No, they he had, they had a lot to it. say on the broadcast about that. That was pretty bad. It's a tough look. That's not great. It's not great. Um, um, and then so we, I, I don't know if you guys saw yet where Grosjean jumped the curb and hit Jimmy a little bit. But uh, yeah, that's cool. I don't care. Um, so, okay. yeah, I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys got Long Beach coming up. Well, well, but, yeah, but we're staying in California. We've got a couple days until we have to go to Long Beach. What are you doing? How you burning your time down to Long Beach? You're just gonna hang out in Long Beach? South. Yes. Okay. 
no particular plans. So you're just kind of hanging out. You're not seeing any friends or family or doing anything cool. You're just... I'm going to go to dinner with Ryan Hunter Ray. I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I mean, I live south. Yeah. Um, we're aware. Cool. You want to come mess with the telescope? Sure don't. Nope. <laughs> I feel like uh, James, what are everything. you up to? You can see through a telescope. Um, well, Becky and I, we're going to stay up north for a couple of days. We really like it up here. So we're going to just kind of hang out in, uh, in the Carmel region. It sucks being like someone that lives in Indy where there's a Carmel and then coming here where it's Carmel. Well, no, because like in Indy, it's the it's fake. Like, yeah. Like here is when the I only first move there. Real... I called it Carmel for like a year. No. Everybody looked at me so funny. Well, no, bad. Right. Carmel is here. <laughs> right. but like, it's pronounced it's caramel. First of all, it is in Canada. That is true. <laughs> um, um, but but no. it's 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 funny in Carmel, Indiana. Yes. They just opened a restaurant called Monterey. That's that's not fun. That's not funny. And I don't like it. I don't like that that's because like funny. you can do that's that if it's called. Funny. Carmel. Well, no, you can't. Well, yeah, it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. It's it's less funny when you've got the exact same name that you pronounce differently and insist it's pronounced differently, but then try to like throw I in mean, the Carmel. Yeah, but it's you like... also have Versailles, Indiana. So we're not big on pronouncing things like after what they're I'm sorry. Right. Did they pronounce it Versailles? They pronounce it Versailles. It's not Versailles. It is not Versailles. It is wow. not the court of King Louis the Fourteenth. It is Versailles. That I did not know that. That is new information. So we're uh, going to stay in Carmel for a couple days. Then we're going to drive down, um, drive down the coast through the drive, which is cool. We're going to try to have dinner with some friends on Wednesday. Then Thursday, everything kicks off. It's like actually nice to have almost a normal race weekend. Oh no, we only have one practice on Friday, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Why don't we have? It's two? the same schedule as this. Right. Why? Why don't we have two? Oh, dude. The schedule. The IndyCar schedule is really. It's Terrible. tough. It's it's hard to swallow when you're going to be here on a Thursday and then you have to sit around Friday till two thirty to do a session. Like, why not just let us run two sessions? Yeah. How many cars are we going to have in Long Beach? Like forty two? Are we adding? Is anyone else coming, or is it just the twenty seven that we've had here? Well, enough not to get a clean lap. In well, practice. yes, we yes. didn't didn't do that much this weekend at all. There's well, one you guys more. Have so both 20... had some success in Long Beach, though. Are you looking forward to ending the season there? Honestly, yeah, I think it's a great venue to end the the season at. Um, I love opening in St. Pete and I love the idea of closing in Long Beach. I mean, I, I know we're going back to the April date next year, so I'm kind of bummed. Um, cause I think it's a, it's a way cooler venue for a finale. No offense in here. Um, but you know, it is what it is. They don't ask us these things. No one cares what we think. Uh, but fans, if you care, you should write to IndyCar and let them know. Um, but no, Long Beach is a it's a great track. It's a great. I just think it makes sense to end in L.A. Right, exactly. I mean, again, it's got nothing. It's not a not a shot at this track. It's just the, the atmosphere being right in downtown or not downtown L.A., but like right in Los Angeles area. Um, the energy of that place is just you know it's next level after the 500. That's like the biggest kind of party of the year. So yeah, looking forward to ending it there. Uh, it's crazy that we're at the last race. And I'm not mad that the season's over. Well, yeah, in a lot of ways, yes, I understand that. <sighs> it is your ten points now. I, I mean, good for you. Which I, wow, yeah. Imagine if like all the things that had gone wrong this year hadn't gone wrong. 
you'd be like doing well, really well. A lot well. of people do don't realize that you get points for winning a race, but then also they put all the drivers' names in a hat and just throw a couple out, and then they get bonus points based on which ones Pappas throws out of the hat. And it then, sure seems yeah, that way. Yeah. And then there's the best hat bonus point. There's a lot of there's a lot that goes into it that people don't so realize. So Tim, you watch the broadcast. Watch Alex. You've got your phone there. What's the gap in the championship now? Lots, like almost forty points. Okay, so Pelo's got it wrapped up. He's pretty, pretty much. He has to start Long Beach, and he's pretty much. He's, he's there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, is can we talk about Scott Dixon beat by a teammate for the first time in like a very long time? Dark yeah, with a little bit of an assist from Sato there. I mean, I don't think Dixon I mean, was going to pull it quite, out anyway. But. Quite honestly, uh, like, I'm sure Scott will still finish the second Ganassi car, but, like, if he has something go wrong, Marcus is only 15 points behind him. Behind Scott. Behind Scott. Really? So, like, there is a probability that he could get beat by two teammates. Like, there is a possibility of that, yeah. which is just unfathomable. It's crazy to think. Right. Crazy to think. Also, a huge testament to Chip Ganassi are Yeah, they're obviously doing a phenomenal job. Yes. Having all their guys up there. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. But yeah, second year in the series. Probably going to wrap this thing up in a couple weeks. Uh, good on them. Great effort. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Looking forward to hopefully winning the race in Long Beach and getting another face on the floor. Well, and then real quick, because we're almost done. We're, we're almost at time, and we can release out. Thank God. They, did release the schedule for next year. So do you guys, well, have can you guys we talk about that? that? <laughs> this is so funny. So can we talk about how IndyCar social media prowess decided to do a like a, a teaser, a post. teaser, stay tuned post for the unveiling of the schedule, but the graphic they attached to said post was all of the tracks in the order in the order that they are going to be run. <laughs> So, like, short of the specific dates, even though we knew the general time of most of them. So, the teaser was the announcement. Like, yeah, what are we waiting It's for? It's like when a trailer for a movie gives away the big twist. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ian, you'll never believe that verbal Kent is Kaiser Sose. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just another, another example of stuff. Yeah. Well, anyways, one thing I will say, great turnout in Laguna from a fan perspective. Um, it was nice to to see people back. I'm sure everyone in California was excited to have a live event of sorts. Um, big shout out to the city of Monterey, whatever county we're in, and the organizers for implementing the correct procedures so that we could have this event, which is fantastic. And, and obviously... Um, you know, the, the finale in Long Beach is part of LA County, which is one of the strip places, um, in the States. And, and again, we're, we're able to do that. So that's a huge, huge <laughs> shout out. And for those of you that are coming and don't know this, we are actually having an autograph session on the really? Friday afternoon, um, which will be cool. So it'll be our first autograph session in two years. Right before, right. Right before they closed down autograph sessions, Alex, you bought your feather quill and inkwell for autograph sessions. I did. And you have not gotten to use it yet. I haven't. And I you didn't bring it. Well, you no, didn't. I don't travel with my quill. I mean, you've got a bus. I got you, bro. Him. 
I oh got you, bro. He's literally, guys, he's literally holding up a quill and an ink. Well, <laughs> I'm going to do my autographs like that. Like, yeah. can you do that? I would love you to do that. That would Why be nice. I don't think, I don't think the ink do? would stay no, on I'm, the glossy I paper. Do um, I don't think the ink would stay on that paper. Don't care. It's too glossy? Yeah. I think it would just, like, immediately drip off. Okay. It would be a very unique autograph, though. I mean, it's <laughs> a runny <laughs> autograph. You just do one. <laughs> I should just have it set up there. That would actually be just sitting on the table. Yes. Because, like, are we going to do it the way we normally do it at Long Beach at the back of the trailers, you think? Yes, I would imagine so, yes. Or is it going to be like the full field autograph session? Is it just the Andretti well, autograph? Or- no, no, no. Like, no, no. Every, but everyone will be like posted up in the back of the trailers. Yeah, and in Long Beach, they always do it a little bit differently and sit outside, yeah, the back of your trucks. And- so anyways, if you're coming, come see us. If you're not coming, get there. It's best. Or at the very least, please watch on TV. It'll be on Sports and bring Network. And bring non-glossy paper if you want an autograph from Alex. If you want a quill autograph. Bring, bring and, it's um, BYOP. Bring your own parchment. And on that note, um, <laughs> that is a bigger laugh. Don't buy camel dick uh, purses. <laughs> camel nut sack purses. Yeah. And be honest with your loved ones. And maybe, uh, maybe like maybe like gentler though. Maybe a scotch less honest. No, honest, honest opinion. Just words phrasing. Phrasing. Thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at AskOffTrack. Or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that, I mean fit. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?